This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skay, every single day is uncensored. We can say what we want to say. All right, here we go. Welcome to your Tuesday, KBJ, after the sure podcast. Got the bird back with us here today. He's working his way back to recovery here. We got bird, we got like 80% bird. Okay. Yeah, it was not a good radio day for me. <laughs> <laughs> not a good radio week for me. But you're here. You're yeah, a trooper. Right. Yeah. Half of it's just showing up. You're covered right. in glitter. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's... it's it looks like a mess out there. I get why people sometimes have issues with us. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much glitter out there, y'all. That we're, we're a lot. It's well, it's just it's everywhere in this, this I, station. I think it looks pretty. I do too. Glitter is pretty. Pretty frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, that uh, one time I went uh, all glittered up for Pride Fest. Oh yeah, I had you that had in that it. Car, yeah, that car never. Uh, we got rid of the car with glitter in it. <laughs> It never left. You looked amazing. Denny's uh, glitter bombed me. He put it in the, when I put the air conditioner in my old truck, the glitter oh, yeah, would come out. Yeah. To the day that truck was gone, it had, it was, it had glitter. You can never get yeah. it out. There'll always be a piece of glitter. Yeah. <laughs> it will never leave you. It's amazing. Don't glitter. they call it the herpes of the arts and craft it is. world? It lives on forever. You can mm-hmm. try to get rid of it, but you can't. Yeah. That's the way it goes. All right, well, some of the stuff that we talked about on today's show, we got some uh, responses to. One of those things was who to follow and where on social media. Who would you recommend? A couple additions here. Kimberly said, uh, Virginia, check out Rosid Woods on TikTok. Rosid, R-O-S-S-I-D Woods on TikTok. British guy, sparky and very funny. Kimberly says. All right. So that might be uh, one for you to enjoy there. I like a sassy Brit. <laughs> Isn't that that's the only kind is there, right? All, yeah. All Brits are sassy. All Brits got a little bit of piss and vinegar and fish and chips in them. I'm just kidding, British people. <laughs> no, I like it. I like the sassy. Tyler said, Ross Creations, Florida content creator who is hilarious. There you go. Add that into the list. Apparently there's uh, several Florida content creators. We talked about the one earlier on the regular show today, too, that uh, everybody was loving. Jessica said, Sky Life, Sky Cowan's Health and Wellness is uh, one to follow. And then Connor said, Only in Dade. That is a good one. Yeah, that we do follow that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's there's all kinds of stuff you're gonna see, and it's the craziest crap happening in Miami. There's this one dude. He takes clips, old clips from wrestling. Okay, it'll be a thirty second clip of Stone Cold Steve Austin stuns Vince McMahon and flips him off. How does he get those kind of clips without getting sued? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know how all that works because I see a ton of that with people using repurposed clips. Now, on TikTok, you can do the stitch and mirroring and all this kind of different stuff. And I guess that's how you get away with repurposing somebody else's trademark content. But I do. I see a lot of people taking, especially a lot of the stuff that my son watches on TikTok. It's all sports. But these are people that are taking the NFL game from TV last night. And, and they don't play. And they're using that, right? I'm like, how are they not getting smacked down by the NFL? We, like you were saying, if they mirror it or they have that couple of those quick edits in there, I think it does compromise it. But still, some of those ones, even with that, when they try to do those tricks, they'll sue your dick right off, man. Oh, my gosh. That sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sue him, and I'm going to go just for the dick. Wow. I want the dick and its they, entirety. They know how to get you, huh? <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, crazy. Uh, Quinjet said social media content is free use. That doesn't sound believable to me. If you're ma- if you're making money off of it, it's not. You can't make money on someone else's content like that and not expect to get some. I mean, you can get away with it if they don't flag you, of right. course. But a lot of these people, I think, ultimately, you would want to make some money. If you're getting big numbers, you would hope to monetize that. That seems to be the dream of all youth today is to make money on social media. And so, there's different definitions for fair use, too. There's ways to do it. where you Because me and Denny's have some videos up where we do have stuff, but we have it under a three-second clip, so we can't get... And we're not monetizing it as well. Yeah. All we're those, doing it all wrong. Every part of my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if anybody knows, let us know. Fascinated by it. Uh, Engineer Keith, a little follow-up to the chat GPT, that is the artificial intelligence that people are using to write reports and help themselves through school. He's kind of clarifying some of the limits because he had talked about how he wrote a 22-page technical report using the chat GPT. And he said, I did have to know enough about it to figure out when the chat GPT was wrong. So it's not mature enough just to rip it all out by itself it will be though and we know that's where it's heading engineer keith he said it's limited to information that is publicly available he said in my experience using it if you don't know enough about a topic to ask good questions you won't get sufficient information out of it to be proficient in a job he said uh, you can't use chat gpt to replace necessary knowledge only to fill in the gaps of an existing knowledge baseline He said, the thing I think that ChatGPT does demonstrate is that knowledge and learning is evolving over time. Historically, people would measure intelligence based on what one person could memorize, but that's not the case anymore with books and with Google and the information you can get online. I think intelligence is more about being able to find information and manipulate it for your particular goals. And that might be encouraging if that is needed in the future of knowledge that humans would need to be there to guide these artificial intelligence bots in the right direction to practically apply the information. Uh, Yeah, you do it until you don't have to. And that's when we are, what's the word, Virginia? (laughs) Fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of what we were. (laughs) I'm telling you, 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 you're already seeing, it's, it's an out there concept. 
and mm. you're not going to see it anytime soon, but it's something that's going to happen. Yeah. Robotic rights. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Think so, huh? Yes. Feelings, you're going to be able to they're hurt gonna, them. They're going to get so great. You're not going. We're going to live in a time where robots are going to appear like humans. And let's say Rocco grew up with a robot that grew up with him, but it's a robot. At the end of the day, someone made the robot. But at age at age 14, robots uh, Rocco's grown so attached to this robot. But you decide to say, "Now fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna destroy the robot or get rid of it." He's gonna be destroyed about that. But you just look at it because you're old time. Yeah, it's just a robot. It's, it's, it's the lines are going to get blurred to where robots are going to appear as people. And there's going to be emotion involved, and we're going to really be fucked. Couldn't you just always upgrade it, though, and take the same sensibilities of whatever that robot is and its memory and just put it into a newer technical casing? Well, I can tell you right now, Rocco's not getting a robot. I, you, I think you can do that, but I think mm-hmm. the way the, how humans are, the, we're going to make it in our form. We're yeah. going to make it to where you're able to pork one. No, it's going to feel so realistic, Kev. But then it's going to have the emotional needs you need as a human. That's going to be so mirroring a real human. Yeah. We're not going to know up or down. And it's going to get really fucking weird. I, I think you'll probably start seeing them. It'll be interesting to see how they can fill in the gap of a true human. If you had a robot companion, something that would interact with you and be like, hey, what's going on? And have conversations with you. Would that fill the need that you would have of a human? Or do you have to have a flesh and blood touch and interaction to, because they they pretty much say that humans have to have some sort of interaction with others. And what I'm saying is- It gets to your mental health after a while. I agree a billion percent what you're saying. What I'm, this is just a theory. I think we are going to get to a time where you're not going to be able to tell a difference. It's going to feel like a human. It's you. The if, touch will feel the, human. The touch mm-hmm. will feel like a human. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we're going to get to that, that that point in technology where if you don't really want to be with a human anymore, but you mm. kind of want that human experience, I'm gonna get a robot instead, and then you can program them the way you want. And is that really? Is that real? Well, well what'll be fascinating with that is <laughs> one. What will it do to marriage rates, which already are dropping as more and more people are staying single? Birth rates are also dropping. So if we increase robot companionship. And we reduce marriage and birth rates. What does then eventually happen to the human species? I don't know. It's, it, it does fuck with your head. Let's just say all of a sudden you found out Panda was a robot. Does that change for you? And I'm sure I've asked you this before. I feel like I have. And I feel like you give me that same look. It's a combination of confused and trying to put myself in that scenario. <sighs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, you. I think you would be weirded out by that. I would be super weirded out by if that. If all of his emotions were programmed, if I open like uh, there's like a lever that I never yeah. saw, and it's like a panel that opens and saw wires, I'd be like, "What the f?" Or I, I that like be me, me meeting someone right now that I just really, really loved and thought was amazing, and then the whole the whole time they were programmed just to have me attracted to them. It's only things that I would like and be attracted to. Is that that's not real? It catfished you. It can't, but it's 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 it's, it's, it's but it's talk, in person. It's talking to me like it's real. It's telling you everything you want to hear. It's rubbing me. What if you found out Denny's was a robot? It would fucking rock me. It would rock me. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, but then do we stay with Panda and Denny's? That is the question. Then that's why the human rights, the the robot rights, is going to happen. 
it's going to be something along those lines where Damn. the lines are going to be blurred, dog. I'm not ready for that world. <laughs> I think you're too old. I'm way too old. <laughs> yeah. I'm way too old for a lot of this shit. Don't you think that would change everything, Kevin? <laughs> I think we got a lot of changes coming. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to get used to it. Hey, it's Jay Bird. Oh, and I've got Vicious V. I've got a Sweet Denny's, and we love butt chicken and seafood. And you know what they got right now? What? You know what they got. What? Crab cake. Whoa! It's crab cake time, Denny's. <laughs> I'm a big crab cake guy, so I cannot wait to get my hands on these. Oh, Philip with the whole team at Bud's, they do a great job. And don't forget, too, you can order online. Those restaurants all through Palm Beach County, BudsChicken.com. Uh, one text we have here, somebody said, you know, it's almost that way right now with technology and gaming especially. And you do see people get sucked into the gaming and the interaction that they get from that. And, you know, you might argue, well, you got a human on the other line you're playing the game with. But I think in the future, you'll be able to have the games talk smack to you and all that just like any other person would and voices that sound human-like, you wouldn't know if you're actually playing against a human or a game yeah, because of what they can do now with the voice artificial intelligence. Well, imagine you're somebody who struggles with... You're never able to bed anybody. You just struggle with it for, for whatever reason it is. Guy, girl, whatever. Now you're able to meet somebody that gets you and will rub that thing and touch those babies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And by babies, we mean testicles. <laughs> testicles or titties. We'll take either one of them. <laughs> it does. It kind of messes with your mind. You meet your dream person, and then they're a robot. Fuck. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> he's dropping bombs. He is. And he's sick. I know. Imagine if he was 100%. I had a lot of time to think this weekend. <laughs> Got a text here to try to answer the question about uh, what you can repurpose on social media when it comes to trademarks and copyrighted information. It says uh, this legal article talks about the exceptions to social media content copyright to make it fall under fair use. The content is repurposed or educational, basically. It says when you create a work of expression in a fixed manner, like a photograph, a meme, poem, song, you own the copyright work. Social media is not an exception to copyright. You can still hold the copyright to items you post on networks like Facebook or Instagram, and the reverse is true. So, yeah, it sounds like there are some exceptions uh, for the copyright, and that would be the fair use doctrine. And it does sound like, yeah, if you're using the purpose and character of the usage, has to be a little bit off. The nature of the copyrighted work all changes it, the relation to its length so you could study it and figure out how to do it, and we maybe should. We, had, we, me and Denny's had to do this for a few videos, and we were well-versed on it. We just haven't done a video like that. But if you notice, there, it, there's one video we have where there's probably 80 clips of movies in it. Okay. And we're good because they're all under a certain amount of time. Okay. And, again, we didn't monetize it. Doing it all wrong. <laughs> Not a penny. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I'll uh, look into that article and get a little bit of a better idea about the do's and do nots of posting stuff. Thank you for all the valuable information. Yes. And uh, here's probably something else I could have found out from ChatGPT. I finally got onto it yesterday. Yeah, you just got go on there and um, use your Google account. And so I'm signed in. I haven't had a chance to mess around with it, but I'll start playing with it and see if there's any way we can use it on the show.
because it could be uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Keith, another Keith, I guess, had sent this in. He said, you're talking about the pepper color of the different bell peppers. And he said, it's based on time on the vine. They stop ripening after ripening after they are cut. So that's 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 bot- how you get red, green, yellow. That's yeah. how engineer Keith that, that's botanist Keith. I don't know. Yeah, botanist? Is it botanist too? Yeah. I think this might be a different one. There's engineer Keith and I think this might be botanist Keith. I think Damn. it's a different Keith. Man, I like plants and flowers now a lot. That's how you know you're getting old. <laughs> I, don't, mm. I have other things that can let me know about that, but you're right. <laughs> yeah. So that looks like that's what it is. They come in a rainbow of colors that have many health mm. benefits. The variety and amount of time a bell pepper spends on the plant determines its color and ripeness. Yeah, I haven't really Fine. delved into the old vegetable and fruit plantings. You have been? I haven't been. I haven't. Okay. No. But other other stuff I've been planting. I'm, I've, been, I've been a, a planting fuckface. I know. I saw Are that growing, dinosaur garden. You growing your own weed? <laughs> I have people that really want me to try that. Guys, you, I wouldn't, you think I have trouble sleeping now? <laughs> Every helicopter, every knock on the door, I go, they, here they are. They got it's me. over. The they got me. I'm going to the big house. It's over. <laughs> for one pot plant. Exactly. Just for the, the be able to say, oh, I grew my own weed. I, there's a lot of people that are like, you, you got to grow a pot plant out here. Like, no, 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 no. No, I don't. Because you know what? There's a dispensary three blocks from my yeah. house. And I'm not, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't need no heat. Grow it in your own place. It's too easy. Got an email from Kathy. She said, just some fun hints for Denny's for a baby shower. Ask everyone to bring a pack of diapers any size and ask everyone to bring a book for the baby instead of a gift card. Sign it with their name so that when you read it to your child, you will know who gave it to them. Oh, that's cute. That's great. Mm -hmm. Also at Aldi, they have great diapers. My daughter buys them there, less expensive than even Costco, better made too. Aldi also has great snacks for kids without all the added chemicals in regular stores. Even their mac and cheese has less additives. Is that the place you have to bring your own bag? It's tricky. That's the place that, yeah, they'll sell you a bag. For a dollar? For, I think, like three cents or four cents. Okay, You can buy bags. But it's the place where you have to bring a quarter to get a shopping cart. And you got to put it in like it's a video game and then release it from the... (laughs) 
So if you don't have a quarter, you're fucked? Yeah, pretty much. I don't like that. You have to like beg somebody to give you their cart in the parking lot and be like, I'll get you next time. So less preservatives and I have to bring a quarter? I'm out. <laughs> Aldi's tricky. If you don't know how to do Aldi, your first time is going to be a little rough. People do say the Aldi's frozen pizza is delicious. I've yet to try it. They've got a, a significant frozen foods section. Hmm. A lot of it looks like it's generic, but you will see some name brand stuff mixed in there. And yeah, when it comes to frozen pizza, I'm feeding Rocco and he'll try anything. Yeah, for, oh, kids don't know. Yeah. They don't know dick about frozen pizza. No, he don't care. They just fool him, huh? Well, yeah. you can get a cheap pizza and he loves it. He, he does, he's not picky yet. I feel like kids start getting picky about their pizza, their mac and cheese. It's the teenage. They start to get their own. Like, oh, this, is, this is shit, Mom. Right. Yep, I get it. Okay. So anyway, some great suggestions there from Kathy. Got an email here from Jacqueline. She said, uh, since you've recently been talking about salaries and contracts on the air, how does compensation for a radio show work? You all have to sign the same contract for a set amount and then have to decide how to split the money up, or do you each have individual contracts? Let's say KBJ makes 750K per year. Do you have to agree on how it's split? Do you have individual agents who negotiate the percentages for you? Um, yeah, in the past, we'd all kind of had the same agent because we thought that was probably the best way to do it. And then I think we thought maybe that wasn't the best way to do it. But yeah, you're you're pretty much right on. I think they do have kind of a set amount that the show's going to get. And then, you know, we kind of go in there and I want everybody to feel good about what they get for it. And a big part of any uh, job, I think, is kind of knowing about what your worth is and then trying to get somewhere in that ballpark. You don't want to be, you know, ridiculously uh, underpaid. That ain't fun for anybody. But you also want to be a fuck face and go in there. I want $7 million. You got it. You got <laughs> it. Pennies. Yeah. I, and you work at Subway. <laughs> I had seen a lot of that coming up through the ranks. I observed it personally where I saw radio talent that got a great deal and they negotiated for all this stuff. And then as soon as you do, man, you've got to earn it. And a lot of that, there's probably three to four different bigger morning people that I saw that got big contracts. And then a year later, they, they cut them because they were like, you really got to deliver. Then it's, it's kind of like the same way you think about uh, major league sports. You know, you sign some contracts, and radio, they're not as guaranteed as a lot of these sports contracts are. Right. You just don't have the same kind of leverage. You don't say. Yeah, so you may have a sports <laughs> contract where somebody gets in for five years, and then they just stop performing, and the company or the team has to eat that money. Radio's not like that. They'll sign you to a deal, and you got to keep earning what they've signed you to. So if your ratings and the value of the money you bring in doesn't match that, then, yeah, you all of a sudden have – you know, yeah, that uh, crosshair on your forehead. So be careful what you ask for. But yeah, I think for the most part, we've all kind of have a percentage of uh, what percentage of the pie we all get. And so that's pretty much how it works. Mm, pie. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jay Bird, you're not allowed to negotiate your own contract because then you would get paid in pie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's not true. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Got uh, an email. Somebody wants to remain anonymous. Says, I just want to say thank you for all the suggestions on how to help my stinky eight-year-old. It worked. 
My spouse and I made a whole grooming kit, new hair products, deodorant, new special body wash, new special toothbrush, mouthwash, flossers, and nail grooming tools. It went over beautifully, and my kid really enjoys the new process of self-care. Thank you so much for all the suggestions and encouragement. Sometimes it takes a village, and I'm glad the KVJ Nation is my village. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. good stuff. What a win. Yeah. So they had that question where they had a kid that was not doing the right things as far as hygiene. And it, it is challenging. I've, I've had that with my own kids sometimes where you're like, hey, you know, you keep grinding them down saying you really need to be brushing your teeth more or this or that, one thing or another. So it sometimes can be tough because you don't want to come down and make them feel bad about well, themselves. Does, does any kid love brushing their teeth? What kid wants to go, yay, unless you, unless you make it into a fun game? What kid love? I mean, I'm sure you'll get an email. I loved it, Jaybird, but majority of kids I'd say don't love to do it. Exactly. And then flossing as a kid? It's a chore, and it's like it's, it's they don't see the long term no. benefits that come with, no. you know, age and wisdom. Yeah. And you know, honestly, the thing that usually gets kid into hy- kids into hygiene is they start to get interest in somebody, and they want to be attractive to them. Yep. And that's usually what starts the grooming. How do you know your kid is? Getting into somebody, they actually all of a sudden care about grooming when that, they never did before. That's when my family knew something. Was I started wearing different outfits. I was trying to impress somebody. Like, what the fuck's going on with this guy? He didn't give a shit about his outfits. <laughs> <laughs> now look at him. He's wearing fake Ocean Pacific. I, I was definitely wearing fake Ocean Pacific back then, too. <laughs> <laughs> Got this email that says, I'm struggling as a dad, and I wanted some advice from you guys. I have two boys, ages five and one, that I love very much, but I'm struggling daily. This is going to sound terrible, but I don't like being a father. My entire day is spent taking care of the baby, picking up from school, bath time, bedtime, etc., and I have work somewhere in between. I don't look forward to the weekends anymore because my entire time is spent taking care of a kid. I feel like such an asshole. How do you guys deal with raising your kids and still feeling like a person? I feel like I'm losing more and more of myself daily. Hmm. Y'all, this is, this is directed to y'all. I think a lot of parents feel like that, and you're not weird, and you're not alone. I think you have to try to figure out how you can make parenting more fun for you and the kids. If all you're doing is staying at home and you're not out there doing fun stuff with them— it does get tough. The bath time, the bedtime, the meal prep, the grooming, the all that, like that's tedious stuff. And then you have to go to work. On and top. then you have to work yeah. on top of that. You have to figure out how to try to work in more fun activities. And you might want to also try to think about every now and then getting a babysitter and, and doing your own fun mm. stuff. Is he a single dad all by himself? It doesn't say in here. He says, I have two boys ages five and one. Uh, so it, it might be he doesn't mention any kind of co-parent in here. I would love to know, though, and this is not a calm down on him because he's got a lot going on there. Let's say he is a single dad. I wonder how many times he has consciously thought about making an activity not only fun for the kids but for himself as well. Is he even thinking on that that level? And maybe he would. Sometimes you have to. It's a small little adjustment that can make you a little bit happier. Yeah, I would tell you. You know, you got a couple things going on here. I just haven't been through the uh, game before. You got two boys, ages five and one. I will tell you when they're super young, still in diapers and that such. It is a different type of parenting. That is not as free as when they start to get a little bit older and you can drag them around to stuff. Around the age of 
probably two and a half to three, I think I remember. You know, Canon, you can lug them around a little bit more. You start to get out of the diapers a bit. And the thing that's awesome about that is you can now hopefully start to find things that your boys like and you do as well. And then you start bonding around those kind of events where the kid is now old enough to actually be aware of what is happening. And, you know, for me and my kids, we've all had different things that we all bonded over individually. Uh, you know, but for Cannon, the most recent is, you know, thankfully he likes he likes sports. And so watching football with him on Saturdays or Sundays and then going to games with him became amazing. And the perspective that helped me out was having two kids that were 10 years older than him because when I went through it the first time with them and you were running that race, man, and it was tough and you're just like, gosh, you realize that at some point they do move out and it's going to happen with the kids you have now sooner than what you think. And there will be a point where you will think back, be like, man, I wish I could go to Col with Colin again to go see a Harry Potter movie. I didn't realize how much fun that was and how deep that memory would imprint for me. And there will be a time where you'll want that moment back. Even in the moment you're in right now, you will find things be like, gosh, I wish I could go back and just have the kids in the bath again and be there and they're giggling and having a good time. So you need to really recognize those moments for the gift that they are instead of seeing it as a chore. It's just perspective. It is. And it's hard because you're so overwhelmed. Yeah. Especially if it sounds like maybe you're the only parent. That's tough. I mm -hmm. highly recommend a, a nice visit to Chuck E. Cheese. That's fun because five and one can both enjoy a little Chuck E. Cheese action. And it is possible, too, that some people may not just love being a parent. They love their kids and they'll, mm -hmm. they, they would die for their kids, but they just they don't necessarily love doing it. Sure. I think that's possible. Sure, because it's hard. Yeah. And all of a sudden you don't get to do anything you want to do. And now everything you do and all your money you earn is going to stuff they want to do. It's 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 a tricky mindset. Well, I think there's a misconception. Oh, when you have your kids, they're everything. And I, I believe that there is. But I think also too, it could be. It's hard work. It's overwhelming. No, it definitely Absolutely. is. Absolutely, it's not all roses and. That's why I, I highly encourage people as much as you can control what happens in your life. Try to be ready to be a parent. Want to be a parent before you are a parent. Heard. That's a, it's great advice. Try to have some money to be a parent. Yeah, but I mean, I, I know parenting it, broke is hard. I, hard. 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 It's, it is no fun. <laughs> I just have to be careful. I know people get real pissed off when I start talking about marriage and kids, and I don't have. You know, I fucking off kids. <laughs> and he's covered in glitter. <laughs> No advice. He's a shithead. <laughs> Shut up, shithead. You have no kids. <laughs> the team at Atoll Vodka makes a great product, and you're going to love the fact that they're right here local and give back to local autism charities. Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish. It's a delicious vodka that pairs with everything. I love it on the rocks. I love it in a lemonade. I love it in a fruit juice. You're going to love it, too. Grab some for yourself today. They'll ship it right to your house. Go to mashandgrape.com and taste the deliciousness of a toll vodka today. Uh, let me see. Got uh, another email looking for some perspective. It says here, I've been totally screwed when I went to this one strip club. Let me backtrack for a second. I have Asperger's syndrome and kidney disease. Oh, my. I actually met you, Kevin, at World of Beer in Wellington a while ago. Absolutely. I remember that. 
So for me to meet and talk to girls, it can be hard. And I ended up blowing $1,800 for a private lap dance when I thought I was getting more. Not only was I buzzed out of my mind, but I was under the impression more things would happen. I have no idea what to do, and I'm completely lost. Please help me out. I'm considering legal action if funds aren't reversed. Any advice? Yeah. The strip clubs, it's a tough one to win. It's tough because I don't know how upfront they have to be legally in establishing things. Bird, you have your famous story where you went in there and three or four or five songs played. You thought it was all just one price and then she was just having a good time. She was keeping score and running a bill and you just thought she was there for fun. And when you say you thought there would be more, it's all about blow peas. I know, but dude, you can't walk into it. <laughs> it's not a whorehouse. Yeah, don't ever walk into a strip club thinking you're gonna get a blow piece. And, and that sounds like you're legally trying to pursue something down that road. Don't. Like you want to take that to court, saying I should have gotten at least a blow job. I need to sue somebody for this. No. Yeah, that that still is illegal. You can't exchange don't. money for blowjobs and all that so <laughs> don't get a lawyer for that yeah. don't get all puffed up and upset that you didn't get a blow piece look and this is gonna you're not gonna want to hear this but sometimes you go to the strip club and you lose it, it, it's a valuable yeah, lesson it, it's, it is know, I, I would liken it a, a lot of it to a casino and i think the same thing where you could walk into a casino and your head's spinning saying, wait a minute, I just lost it. Th- How did I lose $1,000? I don't fully understand this game. No, you got to give me my money back. And they're going to be like, fuck off. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and I think it's, you know, a lot of the same concepts where I, I don't think that they have to have every rule written out. They do not have every rule written out. And it is very much set up to separate you from your money. Look, Just know that when you walk in. Only spend what you can afford to lose. Everyone in this room gets the the human element side of your email, but I just don't think you got, I don't think you got a case here, but you do have a lesson. And I know that's the shittiest thing to hear right now when you're mad and emotional about getting fucked over. Yeah. But it is a lesson to learn. Yeah. No, it's it's honestly, it's kind of an awesome story. Not right now for you. A couple years down the line. Yeah, I can believe this fucking story, guys. It's one of those kind of stories. Right, I'm trying to feel better. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you back there for eighteen hundred dollars, man? And and he didn't get anything. He's heard the story. Like, he to... got a lap dance, and he well, got a private dance. No, I mean he didn't get any kind of. And Virginia, Virginia's he, he, right. He didn't get this. <laughs> it does happen though. I think. He was, I know. It does happen. Looking but for a sweet release, and that didn't happen. It doesn't happen. <laughs> If they if they can figure out how to separate from you you from your money without having to give you a blow piece, they're gonna do it. He just wanted that sweet release from that boat blow piece. That's all he wanted. <laughs> he did. That's all he's looking for. He's just... have a, is there anything sweet going on at a strip club? Oh. It is that strip clubs and casinos, man, the two places where they really try to remove you from your money. And, and the house and always Disney. the house always wins. They're the house always the wins. Mm-hmm. But also, like in the moment when when shit goes awry in the strip club, just know you can also negotiate that down. If they came at you and said it's eighteen hundred, and you said I didn't know it was eighteen hundred, you can negotiate. Usually for better terms, you can try, you can but try. I don't. I don't think they have to do anything. They don't have they can, to. Yeah, they don't have to. If, and the if big, they don't like your look. They're like, yeah. if they don't like your tone. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I, I negotiated say, yours. You have titties, dog. I, me, yeah. I'm over here. There might have been other factors that worked in your favor. Yeah. That night. There's the, I would say 99 out of 100 times, they're going to go, fuck off, dude. Yeah. You're, he even said it in the email, I was buzzed. They're going to go, dude, right. don't get buzzed. And I'm, not, I'm not coming down on that. I understand what you're doing here. Yeah. But just know that when you go into strip clubs and casinos, it's everybody's job in that building to separate you from as much money as they can. And if you don't go in them often, the, I can, I've seen it happen to my buddies where they go in there, they start talking, they make you feel like you're the only person on the planet. I, I, you always hear that little, that, like that joke, oh, the strippers. Are the, I had a buddy. The stripper stop. really liked me. Yeah, he goes, yeah. oh gosh, dude, she really is into the same things as I'm into. I go, dude, you're drunk. And she does not really like you, and she's not into the science shit you're talking about. Yeah. She's not into Harry Potter. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I I couldn't believe it was happening to somebody I know and trust. I go, dude, snap out of it. They do, you get it, you get <laughs> She's an actress. Starry eyes, man. The power of the Yeah. <laughs> it's it's effective, man. It I've, works. It, it, yeah, so I don't feel so bad. Don't feel so bad. Yeah. You're not it, the only sucker who's gone in and dropped way more money than they should in a strip club and felt like you didn't get what you paid for. It's a common tale. Yeah. Very common. Yeah, you'll be able to uh, commiserate with a lot of sad dudes who have done that. But just, I would probably drop the dream of the lawsuit. Yeah, oh I, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't lawyer up on this. Some, I, think I don't think it's going to go very far. people just want to hear... Just be heard, and now we're giving him some advice. Hopefully, he feels better about that. Absolutely, because you're you're not you're you're not you're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Next time you go, leave your credit card at home, take cash, and only take what you can afford to lose. And bam, you're good. Yep. Okay. I think we helped. I don't know. Hey, that's what we're here for. I don't know. If you can't be trusted with your debit card or credit card, don't take it in a casino or a strip club. Yeah. Because they will try to remove your money from your pocket. Okay. Well. <laughs> it's so easier said than done. It is. I know. Get a couple of drinks in you. You want to fucking have some. Mm-hmm. You want your debit card with you. You want a blow piece too, but that's yeah. not going to happen. Well, if you feel like you were wrongfully deprived of a blowjob, send us an email. <laughs> Mail at kbjshow.com. It's my human right. Yes. My birthright, oh, David. <laughs> <laughs> my God-given right for a sweet release. Aww. We feel you, buddy. We, we do, do feel yeah, you. Yeah. Unfortunately, she didn't feel no, you, no, but we do. Oh, if no. we could give you a blow piece, we would. No. We're giving you a, a collective blow piece right now. <laughs> Theoretically. That sounds weird. Sorry. All right. Send those emails. Mail at kbjshow.com. Have an amazing day. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.